What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 514 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everyone. What is going on? A big day in the arena. Every day is a big day, but really, guys, we are getting our groove here. It's been a good week. We're starting to really get our model down with college basketball. Looking back toward last night, guys, we knock at the door, knock at the door. We've been stacking a couple units each day, Monday, Tuesday. We break through bigly last night, 15-7 and seven plus 5.62 units. On the podcast plays that we talked about yesterday, really led by college basketball. 10-5 and five with our 15 college basketball plays. We got George Mason. We got Rutgers. I love that spot when you're kind of a gross contrarian conference dog at home where the public's on the road team. They're ranked, yet the line fell toward Rutgers. Rutgers got it done. Seton Hall, that's why we money line. You may ask yourself, hey, why are we laying a minus 155 when uh, you know we could have laid the points and save the juice? Well, that's why. They only won by two. If you laid the points with Seton, you would have lost. We money line. We got a win. Youngstown State came through. Cincinnati over. I got another uh, low total over for you guys today. I think, what are we, 3-0, and our last three low total overs. Detroit Mercy got it done. Wake Forest. Northern Kentucky. Samford was a huge one. They actually uh, ended up winning that game outright, getting 3.5. Oklahoma. You love seeing Oklahoma in that spot against Texas Tech, grabbing the points, getting it done outright. Uh, a big, big day in college basketball. Our losses were Mississippi State, uh, Oregon State late. That kind of they kind of uh, gave that one up. Uh, Minnesota, Drake, and Harvard. Uh, but ten and five guys, a great night in college hoops. It was great. I think we started off like seven and zero, really good start early, but a great night overall. And then NBA four and zero, Cleveland under, Lakers under, Toronto. By low over, Jazz under, a nice little sweep. You love to see it. We're used to NHL sweeps, but not NBA, uh, but looking uh, looking pretty good here. NBA, really getting our model down. I got some more totals and unders for you today, guys. And then NHL, one and two. Couldn't get Seattle. Uh, Philadelphia got blown out, but we did get the Islanders, which is nice at kind of a short minus 110 price. So overall, guys, uh, looking back at, at the week thus far, uh, we started six and three plus 2.14 units Monday on Tuesday. Uh, we were what 13 and nine plus 1.87 and then last night 15 and seven plus 5.62 so knocking at the door knocking at the door knocking at the door and breaking through you love to see it up over 10 units uh, to start the week guys so a lot to get to uh, I'm not going to do too much in terms of pleasantries because we really have a lot to talk about it's a really busy day uh, I got 16 games in college basketball so again, bet trist, not bet to win, flat betting, picking and choosing what you want to play, but I got a big board in college hoops. I'm excited about it. We got four in the NBA that caught my eye. We're going to lean on some unders once again. 
And I got three in the NHL, including one team in particular, <clears throat> my Boston Bruins, who got a lot of guys out and hurt. Bergeron, Marchand, Tukaras retires. What do you think I'm going to do tonight? Am I going to buy low on the Bs or am I going to go the other way? I'll just tease you on that one. And then also a really good team at a very short number. Uh, so a big, big slate, guys. Again, three in the NHL, four in college, four in the NBA, and 16, sweet 16 here uh, in college basketball. So, so much to get to. A really quick Super Bowl update, guys. Uh, we're still seeing movement toward Cincinnati. So I know I've been kind of saying this over and over, uh, but if you like the Bengals, this line, guys, as we predicted, got all the way up to four and a half. It opened at Rams laying three and a half. Early money was Rams. Since it's gotten to four and a half, we're seeing that buyback. I'm seeing a lot of shops who were yesterday like, you know, four and a half really juiced up to Cincy or, you know, the four, it dropped to four, but it's, you know, juiced up to the Rams. Well, guys, I'm seeing a lot of books now go to four at minus 110 both sides. So what does that tell you? It tells you a further movement and buyback on the Bengals. Reminder, if you like the Bengals, guys, I don't think you have much time. I know I know the game's in, what, three days, so you don't have much time in general. But if you like the Bengals and you want to play them, you got to get that hook, four and a half. That's what I jumped on, Bengals, four and a half. But, uh, again, total hasn't moved at all, 48 and a half. Really been static for over a week now at this point. Remember, we have some trends to the unders. We do have unders this playoffs, eight and four, when the total is 48 or higher in the Super Bowl since 2008. The unders, six and two. We did have the uh, the Bengals, or sorry, uh, let me see with Cincinnati. I believe Cincinnati's three and oh to the under this playoffs. Um, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, three and all the playoffs, and then Rams are two and one to the under. So, uh, no movement to the under. It did open around 50 and it fell. So, continued, uh, or not continued, but early under movement and kind of now static here, uh, in kind of the, the no man's land. But really, that Bengals buyback, it's real, guys. Four and a half down to four. So, if you like the Bengals, reminder, get the hook, get the four and a half. Hopefully, it doesn't matter. It would be nice if they won outright or, you know, lost by three. But, uh, again, it could matter. They lose by four. You want to cash your bet. So the only update there, guys, static with the total, 48 and a half still after it opened 50-ish and continued movement to Cincinnati. Again, you like them, get them now. Uh, get the hook before it, it before it leaves you. But a lot to get to today, guys. Uh, quick housekeeping, as always. We have so much going on at VEASAN right now. We're locked and loaded for the Super Bowl. But if the first thing you can do to stay acclimated, uh, get introduced to VEASAN and kind of stay tuned to what's going on in the betting market, Sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Put in your email. Then every single day you'll wake up to my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every day. I'm pretty deep into college basketball right now. I'm loving it. I'm remembering, oh, yeah, I really do love college basketball. One of my favorites aside from baseball and betting hockey but and, of course, football. But uh, anyway, guys, you'll get um, JBT's daily NBA column, Andy McNeil's daily NHL column, Greg Hoops Peterson's play of the day. Uh, you'll get um, all rundown of all the shows that day, promos for legal sports books. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line, take advantage. And then, of course, rundown of all the programming, helpful links, uh, how to bet, uh, betting education type stuff, uh, and really guiding you in the right direction uh, and giving you links to go different places with great content at VEASAN. So if you haven't done it yet, VEASAN.com slash newsletter, sign up, tell a friend. And then if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, guys, you need accurate, reliable data and information. And at VEASAN, Remember, we're never going to tell you this is a lock or this is a guarantee. No such thing exists. Betting is hard. However, we're going to give you the data, the information, the power ratings, the advice, uh, and then allow you as the better to make the smartest decision that you can make. And I think that's the way to approach betting. Anyone who tells you this is a lock, this is a guarantee, give me my five-star, uh, you know, 50-unit bomb, Vegas Dave style. No, 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 none of that. Let's be honest about betting. It's difficult, but you can find an edge if you do your homework. And again, from the pod, if you place yourself on the contrarian side, Against uh, against the public with the house with the pros flat bet no parlays you guys know the drill by now but anyway if you want to become a member 
Uh, we have a 10-day free trial. We have a great promo right now. Uh, now until they cut down the nets, only $29 to become a VEASAN All Access member. You get every Point Shred Weekly magazine. Uh, we should have some biting tomorrow. I'm looking for a bounce back with biting uh, after a, a mediocre or kind of disappointing 1-3 last week. Uh, but you also get... Um, a, you'll get the uh, afternoon best bet emails and you know best bet picks from guests and hosts. You get all of our betting guides, everything behind the Veasan.com paywall, uh, and of course um, you can uh, sign up or get the trial or the monthly or the yearly. Uh, yearly is the best way to save money, but give it a shot. I think you're gonna like it for the money uh, and what you're gonna pay for it. It's great value because you're gonna get a ton out of it. So again, that's Veasan.com/slash/subscribe. Then of course get on Twitter. Twitter is where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is where we stay plugged into a real-time market, being the first to know about breaking news, breaking information that could affect our bets. Today should be a great Twitter day with the NBA trade deadline. Will James Harden get dealt? Will, will my Celtics deal Marcus Smart? We're going to have to wait and see here. Uh, but Twitter isn't just for these big trade deadlines. It's year-round if you're a sports better. Being the first to know about breaking news, breaking injuries, guys getting upgraded to probable, downgraded to doubtful, searching a player's name, uh, scratched starting pitchers, uh, goalies being announced, uh, really, really important here, guys, creating um, a gambling community, being able to direct message people. Uh, and also, um, of course, make sure you follow at VEASAN Live, the mothership. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights. Uh, and you can always um, DM me or shoot me an email, questions, comments, suggestions, whatever I can do to help you let me know. Got to get referred to a new sports book. You need an app to track your bets. You need access to a live odds page. We have one at VEASAN, but I can answer all your questions. And that's what really uh, makes me proud if we can help betters win some bets and also kind of, you know, help your learning curve there when you're first to start with some betting education. So uh, again, you can always email me josh at vcin.com. So after three straight good days, guys, winning days here, we're up over 10 units on the week. Let's see if we can keep it rolling. I want to start off uh, with college basketball. So we got a lot of college basketball. I got 16 bets. Reminder, if you're listening to the pod, I don't expect you to play every bet that we talk about. The whole point of the pod I hope you don't come here for picks. Like, I understand that. It's flattering. If we're doing well, you just want the plays. But remember, the point of the pod is not to be a pick service. It's not for you guys to just get the pick and leave and hope it wins. The point is, with the pod, we're trying to teach. We're, try- we're not trying to give you a nice piece of salmon that you can eat tonight and be hungry tomorrow. We're trying to teach you how to fish for salmon so you can make it sustainable and, you know, eat every night on your own. That's the whole point of the pod. I hope every play you mentioned wins. Obviously, they're not all going to win, but the goal is to identify games that fit our model and so that you can kind of do this on your own to make it sustainable for yourself. So always keep that in mind. But anyway, guys, uh, let's dive into a huge college basketball slate. Uh, first one on the board for me. Uh, I'm going to go App State, Georgia Southern over. I've seen some sharp over money, guys. We've been doing this uh, for the last few days here, looking at these low total overs that rise. We got the Cincy one earlier uh yesterday we got the vcu rhode island earlier i think we had a who was the other one the utep over before that well here's today's version uh georgia southern app state over i got down on the over uh the total opened at 124 and a half it's in bet up to 126 and a half so you're seeing this money uh come in on the over now this is notable because both these teams are uh kind of known for being under teams uh you have app state 11 and 3 to the under georgia southern 10 and 8 to the under so it always catches my eye when you have like under teams yet the total rises uh, looks fishy, doesn't make sense. I want to be on that fishy side that doesn't make sense. Now, Ken Palm has a 123, so really not any value with Ken Palm. But our, but our guy, Greg Hoops, has a 128. So the line's rising. At least one of our analytics guys likes uh, the over at the current number. Uh, and you look at their pace, um, not very fast for App State, 63.9, but a little quicker Georgia Southern, 66.2 in terms of tempo. So uh, the other thing to look at is uh, very recently these teams played January 22nd. It was a 70-62 to 62 game that App State won, so that landed 132. 
So rematch, kind of know what to expect here. I think this might benefit your offense uh, in a rematch game. I'm on App State over uh, 120. I think you can find 126. I see 126, 126 and a half. Try to find a 126 if you can. Next play for me. Western Illinois, baby. Uh, give me Western Illinois on the money line. This game opened at a pick'em. Uh, Western Illinois has moved from a one-point favorite to a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. It's a very, very low-bet game. No one's waking up today saying, hey, Super Bowl week, I got to bet North Dakota State, Western Illinois. No. Uh, I like that it's a low-bet game, and kind of all-movement liability has been toward Western Illinois here. Ken Palm has Western Illinois winning by three. Uh, we're going to bank on Western Illinois' offense coming through for us. 80 points a game versus only 74 for North Dakota State. Kind of a fishy number, too. Like, uh, Western Illinois is favored by one or one and a half, but they're only 14 and 10, and they've lost two of three. You look at uh, their opponent, North Dakota State, they have a better record, 17 and 8, and they've won three straight. So why is the worst record team who's played worse recently favored in this game, and why is line going to their favor uh, in a very low-bet game? I smell a rat here. What? Uh, excuse me. Western Illinois seven and four at home. North Dakota State six and six on the road. Give me Western Illinois on the money line minus one twenty to get it done on their home court. Next play for me. Uh, this game reminds me a lot of two in particular from yesterday. And if you, if you do this long enough, guys, you kind of uh, the lines kind of blur, but you kind of like have um, I don't know, like uh, deja vu. I guess this reminds me a lot of Samford last night. Samford getting it done for us. Uh, give me Charlotte. Charlotte is at home against Louisiana Tech. Everybody and their mother on La Tech. Uh, I get it. You know, La Tech's record is 17-6, and six, and Charlotte is 13-9. and nine. So, hey, just, you know, lay the points of Louisiana Tech short number on the road. But here's the thing, guys. Really sharp line freeze. La Tech open laying 3.5 on the road. They're getting, you know, over 80% of bets, yet the line has stayed 3.5. Why hasn't it gotten up to 4? Tells me there's liability on Charlotte in a contrarian home dog spot uh, with a line freeze. They don't want to go to four and give out a better number to the Charlotte backers. Now, this is not an edge for Ken Palm or Greg Hoops, I'll be honest with you. Greg, uh, Greg has them losing by five. Ken Palm has them losing by four. It's not that outrageous with a three-and-a-half-point spread. But what I'm going to bank on, guys, is Charlotte 9-2 and two at home. And Charlotte is playing pretty well. They've won two straight. Um, in their last two games, they beat uh, FIU, one-point dog. You win 81-68. And then your four-point favorite against... Uh, who was it, Marshall, that you win 88-64. Uh, so I like that this team is at home, playing well, uh, getting no respect, and we got a sharp line freeze. Again, reminds me a lot of Samford last night. Give me Charlotte, plus 3.5 at home against La Tech. Next play for me, let's go Terps, baby. I'm on Maryland. Give me Maryland at home. I like this play, guys. Uh, Maryland is getting four points. They open as a four-point dog. Uh, they've stayed a four-point dog, but if you look at the line movement, you know, briefly, it's gotten down to three and a half. So it opened Iowa minus four on the road, stay minus four. But it touched three and a half and never got to four and a half. And this is important because majority of bets here on Iowa. Iowa's 15 and seven. Maryland's 11 and 12. Uh, Maryland has lost three straight. So just take Iowa here, right, guys? Uh, however, uh, we have this line freeze on Maryland getting four. Um, Ken Palm's got him losing by three. Greg Hoops has him losing by two and a half. So if we're getting four, that's pretty good value here. And again, buying low on Maryland, who's lost three straight. And Maryland's only 7-7 seven and seven at home. But Iowa, guys, we've done this a few times. Knock on wood, hope it continues. But Iowa has been kind of a fade team on the road. Kind of a fraud team, if you ask me. I don't want to rile them up here. But uh, they're 2-5 and five on the road. They get a lot of pub. They're, they're a high-scoring offense. But I don't think they're very tough. They're not mentally tough, at least you know from the games that I've uh, bet against them. So I'm going to continue to do that. Give me Maryland, plus 4 at home, baby. Uh, next play, I'm going to go Troy. Uh, Troy, Helen of Troy, the face that launched, that launched a thousand ships. 
Let's go. Uh, Troy, not really a line move, guys. You know, Troy opened a three-point favorite at home. They pretty much stayed three, but it's a low-bet game. Not a ton of movement in general, but this is more of an edge to me in a home road play. Uh, you look at Troy. Uh, I'm going to go Troy on the money line, minus 150. Ken Palm's got him winning by four, so small edge there if they're favored by three. Uh, home road split, Arkansas State, five and four on the road, so they're pretty decent, but Troy's been really good. Home cooking, eight and one at home. Uh, and Troy, if you look at what they've done recently, guys, they've won three straight, and all three they won as a dog. You beat Georgia Southern 61-52 as a one-and-a-half-point dog. You beat Georgia South, um, or Georgia State 67-63 as a seven-point dog. You beat South Alabama 77-68 as a two-point dog. So they've been playing well, outperforming their number, and now they come home uh, in, a, in a spot here where you're laying a short number. I like this spot uh, with Troy. I'm on Troy minus 150 on the money line. Next up, looking at Drexel, guys. Drexel at home against Hofstra. Uh, kind of a similar sort of number in line move here uh, with that Western Illinois type play that we just talked about. But Drexel at home, uh, they open up as around a one-point favorite, one-and-a-half-point favorite. They've kind of stayed pretty much where they're at. Really haven't had a lot of line movement here. What I like is a couple things. One, uh, Ken Palm does have Drexel winning this game by two. Uh, so if we're laying a one, money line, one and a half, whatever you want to do, I went money line Drexel minus 120, but you would have a small edge there. Uh, another kind of fishy type number, like Drexel is 11 and 10. Why are they favored over Hofstra, who's 15 and 9? Little fishy number, fishy line. Uh, again, Twitter, the wrong team is favored here, but I think the right team is favored. Give me Drexel, guys. Uh, you look at these home versus road splits. Drexel, 6-2 and two at home. Hofstra, only 5-8 and eight on the road. And then also, revenge angle. You know, I really put a lot of stock into this, guys. When you're uh, in college, you're kind of a younger type player. You know, pros, every game is important, but uh, college, you have this revenge angle. You have this, you know, hey, you beat us last time. We want to uh, give it back to you this time, but revenge angle here. Drexel lost to Hofstra. January 17th, so only a few weeks ago, they lost 71 to 68 on Hofstra's home court. So now the, the game flips to Drexel. You know, small favorite here, pretty much a minus one, minus one and a half. Give me Drexel to even it up, get their revenge, minus 120 on the money line. Next play for me, I'm going to buy low on a dip, a big dip on a total. Uh, I'm going to go Elon James Madison over. 142 and a half. What jumped out to me, guys, is a value play based on a number that is really tanked. This total open Elon James Madison 146. Definitely some under money. Brought it all the way down to 142 and a half. But think of it this way. You know, the sharps that bet the under 146, 145 and a half, 145. This thing lands, you know, 143 to 145. They cash their bet. But if we're late to the party and we lay the under 142 and a half, uh, it lands on 143. Hey, we lose that bet. So to me, this creates value to go over, to buy low on a big dip. I think if you're going to do this, you're looking for at least four point moves in one direction and then kind of high water or low water mark that. But both Ken Palm and Greg Hoops has a, have a 146, exactly as the opener here. Now we're getting an over 142.5. To me, that's value. Uh, James Madison's pace, 70.3, so a little bit quicker. Elon slower, 66.1. Uh, but you look at this uh, matchup here, guys. They met up January 17th, again, only a couple weeks ago. Uh, and it was an Elon win, 90-67. to They scored 157 points. And you look at James Madison. They're 4-1 to the over their last five. They're 6-1 to the over their last seven at home. So I'm expecting some points here. Uh, you did see this line dip a little bit to Elon. I saw some six and a half down to six. So maybe a competitive game back and forth. Give me a buy low over Elon JMU over 142 and a half. Next play for me. Uh, I'm going to go another buy low over. Uh, this is actually kind of a carbon copy of these totals we've been hitting recently. The Cincy and uh, again, look at these other ones who we have uh, URI before that UTEP. Uh, but this would be another version of a buy low total 
to the uh, a low total that's going over. Kind of like that App State one we talked about earlier. But anyway, guys, this total opened 121. I've seen it slightly go up to 121 and a half. So it really hasn't dipped anywhere. It's gone up a tiny bit. Uh, Ken Palm's got a 120. Greg Hoops has a 123. Uh, Ui Pui is a 62 pace, so pretty slow. But IPFW is a little bit quicker, 68.1. Uh, and we do have really banking on IPFW to really lay the wood here. They're averaging 73 points a game, shooting 45% from the field. Uh, I think we may need Ui Pui or uh, um, IPFW to probably get into the 80s here. Because if you look at uh, Ui Pui, who I'm a little scared about taking the over with, they only average, I think, like 60-something a game. So uh, let's go over. And IPFW, do not take your foot off the gas. I'm on uh, the Ui Pui over 121.5. Next one up, uh, a crazy one. We might as well sound that alarm for Maureen Chase. woo Let's go, uh, and I wanted to make sure, who was the last sound the alarm we had the other day? Uh, I can't, I remember we won. What What the heck was it? Oh, it was Long Beach the other day. But uh, kind of a similar spot as Long Beach the other day. This one's for Maureen Chase. Give me Coastal Carolina plus two. Now, there's definitely some money that came in in Georgia State. Coastal Carolina actually opened as around a one-point favorite, one-and-a-half-point favorite at home. We've seen it flip all the way to Georgia State, now laying two on the road. So again, it's a tough one. Money is coming in Georgia State, but at this point, you're getting the worst of the number, and it creates a buy low opportunity to grab this home dog. Why? Because Ken Palm has Coastal Carolina winning by five. Uh, Greg Hoops has them favored by four and a half. That's a pretty good edge. Uh, now I'm, I'm a little wary. Is the star player out for Coastal Carolina? Do they have COVID? Like, what's the deal? Hopefully, this is just you know sharp money that uh, likes Georgia State here. I don't want to go against it. But again, creating value to grab the two now with Ken Palm and Greg Hoops having them win by four and a half or five. And really some check marks uh, that would go to Coastal here. Uh, they are shooting 46% from the field, only 40% for Georgia State. They're rebounding 41 uh, boards a game versus only 36 for Georgia State. So advantage here on the boards. And kind of a buy low spot. Coastal's lost two in a row. Uh, Georgia State is coming off a win, but a really good home road split. Coastal nine and four at home. Georgia State three and six on the road. Give me Coastal Carolina. Do it for Maureen Chase. Sound that alarm. Woo, woo. Coastal plus two, baby. Next one up, uh, VMI. I'm going to go VMI on the money line. The line hasn't really moved at all. Uh, VMI opened as around a four-point favorite. They've kind of stayed four-point favorite. I guess it dipped a little bit down to three and a half. But I see value here on, on uh, kind of buying low on VMI at a better price. So I got down on VMI on the money line at minus 170. Uh, Ken Palm has them winning by seven. So again, you want to lay the three and a half now. You're kind of getting a good edge there. But ranked much higher, 143 versus 215 for Mercer. Uh, Greg Hoops has them favored by four. That's why I'm just going to kind of pay a little more price here on the money line to just WTDG win the damn game. Uh, but VMI's offense is what we're banking on, guys. 80 points a game, only 71 for Mercer. Field goal shooting a little bit better, 47% versus 45%. Rebounding, 38 versus 34. And another big home road split. Uh, VMI, 8-2 and two at home. Mercer, 3-8 and eight on the road. So give me VMI on the money line, minus 170. Next play for me. I'm going to go UL Monroe, guys. This game's a pick em. It really, it opened a pick em, stayed a pick em, hasn't moved at all. Uh, I guess some shops were, I saw one shop that was, I wanted to say minus one UL Monroe, but it's pretty much a pick em right down the middle. It's a very low back game. Really hasn't had any movement here, guys. Uh, but I'm going to go UL Monroe. Give me UL Monroe at a pick em. And reminder, a pick'em is that zero. So compare the pick'em price to the money line price. I'm seeing a bunch of books. The pick'em is minus 110 both sides. Uh, but I do see a couple other shops 
uh, where they're juicing up the money line on UL Monroe, like minus 112. So no matter who you like here, compare the pick them to the money line and just take whatever the lowest juice is. Uh, but I like UL Monroe here, guys. Ken Palm's got him winning by one. Greg Hoops is more bullish. He's got him winning by four. And this is one of those don't overthink it plays. Yule Monroe is on their home court. They're 12 and 12, playing a 9 and 13 team. Uh, and you look at UT Arlington, they've lost two straight. We have Yule Monroe playing well. They've won two straight. So better record, playing better on your home court at a pick and price. To me, that's value there with Yule Monroe. Uh, offensively, Yule Monroe has the edge, averaging 74 a game versus 68. For Texas Arlington, field goal percentage, 46 versus 43. And again, another home versus road split. Yule Monroe, 6-5 and five at home. Nothing amazing. But you look at uh, Texas Arlington, 2-10 and 10 on the road this year. Give me UL Monroe. A pick em. Uh It would be nice to cash a pick em, minus 110. Uh, next play for me, guys. I'm going to go Louisiana. Let's go Louisiana. They're at home against Texas uh, State. This game open, Louisiana laying one. Public is all over Texas State because they have a better record, yet the line's gone further to Louisiana. Louisiana now minus one to minus one and a half. So Texas State is 15 and six. Uh, Louisiana is 10 and 11. Louisiana has lost three of four, and Texas won three straight. So why is Louisiana the favorite, and why are they becoming more of a favorite, even though everyone's on Texas State? I smell a rat here, guys. Give me Louisiana on the money line, minus 125. Uh, again, why is a 10 and 11 team favorite over 15 and 16? Uh, Ken Palm has Louisiana winning by two. Uh, rebounding margin is what we're going to bank on. Louisiana is averaging uh, 40 boards a game versus only 34 for Texas State. And another home versus road split. Uh, Louisiana 6-4 and four at home. Texas State 3-5 and five on the road. So give me Louisiana on the money line, minus 125. Next play for me. I know very similar. We have a lot of these like uh, contrarian or like short, you know, minus one to minus one and a half home teams. So here's another one, guys. Utah Valley. If you like Louisiana, you probably like Utah Valley. I'm on Utah Valley, guys. They open up at home against Grand Canyon. Two good teams. Uh, Grand Canyon is, let's see, 16-5. and five. Utah Valley 15-7. and seven. Uh, But this game opened Utah Valley. Very short one-point favorite. Now they're up to one and a half. Line movement in their favor. Both Greg Hoops and Ken Palm have Utah Valley winning by two. Uh, Utah Valley, an advantage here, field goal shooting. Better shooting team, 47% versus 43%. And Grand Canyon, they're 4-4 four and four on the road. Uh, but Utah Valley is 8-1 and one at home. So lines moving here a little bit to Utah Valley. We got a Ken Palm, Greg Hoops edge. We got a better shooting team, and we got a team that's eight and one at home. Give me Utah Valley on the money line, minus one twenty-five. Three left here, guys. Uh, I gotta play this one. It's disgusting. It's just so contrarian, hazmaty that I gotta play it. Give me Clemson. I'm on Clemson at home, guys. This is the most lopsided game of the night. Eight o'clock game. I'm seeing ninety-five percent of bets on Duke. It is ridiculous here how lopsided this game is, and it's going to be on TV. I think it's an ESPN game, uh, and Duke is 19-4. and four. Duke is ranked 7th, and Duke is also coming off a buzzer-beater loss to Virginia. They lost 69-68 as an 11-point favorite. So public is saying, Duke's mad. They're going to come out, and they're going to blow doors here on Clemson after a loss, kind of that gambler's fallacy, bounce-back uh, public mentality. And you look at Clemson, they've lost two in a row. Uh, I was on them uh, against UNC. They lose by two, and the line went against me late. Um, but they've lost two in a row. They've lost three or four. Uh, Duke's ranked, and they have a far better record. Again, almost 95% of bets on Duke. But here's the thing, guys. Duke open laying seven and a half. The line is down to seven. So I'm jumping on Clemson plus seven here, guys. Shop around. There were some six and a halfs. It actually got down to six and a half at some shops. Uh, but I'm going to grab the seven. Uh, Ken Palm and Greg Hoops both have them losing by six. It's the most contrarian play of the night. Only getting like 5% of bets. No one wants Clemson. But yet, if no one wants Clemson and everyone's on Duke, then if Duke opened lane 7.5, why aren't they up to minus 9? 
They've actually fallen here toward Clemson. Uh, this would be our unranked home dog versus ranked opponent with a sharp contrarian line move. Uh, and you also look at Clemson, 8-3 and three at home this year. So maybe some home cooking. Maybe a lose, but can we lose by six or less? Uh, I'm on Clemson, guys. It's I, I, I got to play it based on how lopsided it is and that reverse line move to Clemson. Uh, a couple more. Uh, I'm with the public here. I'm a little worried about it, but I am going to go Purdue on the money line. Purdue is on the road at Michigan. Purdue open as a three-point favorite on the road. They've been bet up uh, now to minus three and a half. Looks like they may even go to four. I got Purdue minus 170 on the money line. Um, I think it's a worthy number of a good team here. Uh, you know, Typically, you're a 10-point favorite. You're only three and a half. Uh, only 170 on the money line, win the damn game. Ken Palm's got him winning by five. Greg Hoops has him winning by four and a half. Because it's it's really lopsided, and again, it looks like kind of both pro and Joe based on the line move, but uh, for that reason, I don't want to kind of be worried of you know Michigan hitting a three late to, to backdoor cover or uh, kind of a tight number here. So uh, again, Purdue's got a lot of advantages. They're averaging 85 points a game versus 72 for Michigan. They're shooting 51% versus 47%. They have a huge rebounding advantage, 40 versus 36. And again, the line's going to Purdue. I don't love that I'm on the public side, the ranked versus unranked. Uh, but to me, I'm going to take a chance on Purdue just winning this game. I'm on Purdue money line, minus 170. And then last play of the night, guys, anyone who uh, wants to stay up late with me, 10 o'clock, Cal Santa Barbara, Cal Bakersfield. Give me Santa Barbara on the money line. Santa Barbara open as a two-and-a-half point favorite on the road. They've been now bet up to minus three. It's a pretty low bet game. So the fact that really no one's waking up saying I got to bet Barbara and Bakersfield tonight, um, they don't know Barbara from their aunt Barbara, but <laughs> the line is going to, to Barbara, even though it's a low bet game. So it tells me sharps like Cal uh, Santa Barbara, again, two and a half up to three on the road. Uh, but Ken Palm's got a winning by three, but he does have him ranked much higher. 125 versus 243 uh, Cal State Bakersfield. Um, uh, let's see. Sorry. Uh, Barbara, Cal State, uh, Barbara, they're, Offense is what we're banking on. 74 points a game, only 64 for Bakersfield. I don't know if Bakersfield have enough offense to keep pace. Uh, you also have Santa Barbara shooting 49% versus 42%. They're a better uh, distributor here. They're sharing the ball, 17 assists a game, only 10 for Bakersfield. And this is a fade Bakersfield bet for me. They've lost five straight and they've been getting blown out. So uh, give me Cal Santa Barbara. Let's go win the game minus 165. So for those playing at home, a 16-pack, a sweet 16 Cal Santa Barbara, money line, minus 165. Purdue, money line, minus 170. Clemson, the number one hazmat play of the night. Clemson, plus seven. Utah Valley, money line, minus 125. Louisiana, money line, minus 125. UL Monroe, at a pick'em. VMI, money line, minus 170. Woo-woo! Coastal, Carolina, plus two. Ooey Pooey, over, 121.5. Elon, buy low, over, 142.5. Drexel, on the money line, minus 120. Troy, the face that launched, that launched a thousand chips, Helen of Troy, money line minus 150. Maryland plus four line freeze. Charlotte plus three and a half line freeze. Western Illinois on the money line minus 120. And App State, let's get some points there. App State over 126 or 126 and a half. 16 pack, guys. A big sweet 16. Do not go anywhere. We got way more to get to. Uh, we got NBA. And I got to update you on a huge trade that just went down. Uh, James Harden uh, just got traded to. Da, 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 da. Stay tuned. By the time you hear the pod, I'm sure you'll you'll know by now. But a big trade that just caused some big movement in the futures market. I got four in the NBA. We got three in the NHL. Uh, let's finish up strong here, guys, on episode 514 of the Vison Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy, you guy, you, uh, uh, 
The guy you see how excited I am. The guy you grind and sweat with in the arena every single day. You knock at the door, knock at the door, knock at the door, and then you break through with a big uh, five uh, five plus unit unit night. So don't go anywhere, guys. Episode five fourteen. When we return, I'll talk about this big James Harden trade. NBA. I got four picks for tonight. Three in NHL. When we return, in episode five fourteen of the Veasan Market Insights Podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, we are back at it after a fantastic Wednesday night, 15-7 and 7 plus 5.62 units. You love to see it. We're up over 10 units on the week, uh, getting our stride here on Super Bowl week, so you'll love to see it. Uh, we started off, um, obviously, looking at college basketball, a huge slate tonight. We went through our 16 plays. Now let's transition to the NBA. So here's the trade that just went down. And, again, if you guys don't know my, uh, you know, kind of my routine here, I prep for like an hour and a half for the pod. Then I do the first half of the pod. Then I pause the pod. I hop on Lombardi line, and then I come back and do the second half of the pod. So if you never knew it, that's kind of, you know, Wizard of Oz peeling back the curtain. But anyway, uh, I'm getting ready to do my my hit, and they're like, do you guys have the numbers on the post trade? My producer, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Uh, and they're like, the Harden trade. So as I was prepping, I didn't even see it go down. But a huge trade in the NBA, guys. James Harden, uh, who now uh, wanted out of uh, two teams in two years. Uh, maybe got sick of playing with Kyrie and uh, and Durant, even though, ironically, they, I think they only played like 18 games together. But we did have a huge trade. It's NBA trade deadline day. James Harden got dealt to the Philadelphia 76ers this afternoon uh, for Ben Simmons, uh, Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. So what have we seen? Obviously, with Harden going the Sixers, a big move in their favor. They were plus 1,200 to win the NBA title. Now they're plus 550. Uh, they're now plus 240 to win the East. The Nets took a little bit of a hit. They were plus 350 to win the NBA title. Now they're plus 425. They're still the favorite uh, to win the NBA title, and they're still the favorite to win the East at plus 210. So I think the low-hanging fruit here, guys, is the Sixers, you know, plus 1,200 to plus 550. But call me crazy, I like this deal here for the Nets. Um, you obviously are taking on a guy with Simmons who's a head case and didn't want to, you know, score a layup there in the playoffs. But he's going to a team where he's kind of in a perfect spot. He's going to play good defense. He can distribute. With Durant and Kyrie, he doesn't have to shoot. He can shoot, you know, doesn't have to shoot at all. He can distribute. 
play some defense. I think that's just what the Nets needed. So even though the 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 really the move here is with the Sixers, to me the Nets at plus four twenty five, you're getting a better number on more, on more of a well rounded team. Now again, the caveat there is what are we going to get from Simmons? Can he play? You know, uh, you know, is he is he going to play? What's the deal? I expect he will. Uh, but again, big move for the Sixers getting Harden. But to me, I think it makes the Nets more well rounded with Simmons uh, and a better in a shooter like Curry. No one's even talking Curry. That's a good shooter now that you have uh, to surround. Um, obviously, you know Durant and, and Harden and uh, Curry with now. Or uh, what was I going to say, uh, Kyrie? Uh, but anyway, a huge, huge trade there in the NBA. Uh, but now back to the games because we want to make some money tonight. It was a great night in the NBA last night. Four and zero. Nice little 4-0 sweep. Let's see if we can do it again. Can we get three of these? Uh, first play on the board for me, guys. Number one, I'll tell you right now, it's four unders. Unders are where it's at right now. And I do want to mention with these favorites, it's unbelievable, guys. If you've been paying attention to the favorites, favorites in the month of February, if you like chalk, 46-20, ATS. It's been unreal here. But anyway, first one on the board for me, guys, I'm going to go Grizzlies, Pistons, under. Uh, the total in this game, it opened 225. It's been bet down to 224.5. So we've seen this under money come in. Uh, obviously Grizzlies are really good offensively, uh, but we're really banking on, um, kind of a big spread under. So the Grizzlies are favored by 11 in this game. Get up big, take your foot off the gas and really banking on Detroit to go ice cold. Hopefully like they did last time against, uh, who was it? The Mavs, the play we got, but anyway, Detroit is dead last offensively. Memphis is number seven defensively, uh, big spread under value. Uh, and also Detroit four and one to the under their last five and head to head guys. Last seven games between these teams, the under six and one. So I got down on the Memphis Grizz Pistons under 224.5. Next play, I'm going to go Wizards under. Uh, this total open at 219, Nets Wizards. It's down to 218. Um, and really this is a play on a couple things. Number one, Washington, 22 in terms of pace, 22nd. The 22nd offensively as well. They're 4-1 and one to under their last five. But this is a play on kind of a lot of guys being out. Uh, so we did get the Lakers under last night, which is one of those games where, again, I didn't see the, uh, the Portland Trailblazers winning outright last night, but with a lot of guys out and teams being shorthanded and all these moving parts, your offense takes a hit. So the Wizards lost Bradley Beal. Uh, obviously the, uh, Nets just gave a pardon who hadn't played in the last few games anyway. Uh, but I like kind of a lower scoring game here with Nets Wizards with a lot of their big players not playing. So it did fall 219 down to 218. I'm on the under 218 with the Wiz and the Nets. Another underplay for me, guys. I think we play this thing until the wheels come off. Dallas under. I don't want to jinx it, but the Dallas Mavs under. Uh, the Cavs and the Dallas Mavs under, especially at home, I think are auto bets based on how slow they are, slow pace like Virginia. But Dallas, uh, 30th in pace, dead last. Uh, you look at defensively, Dallas is fifth. Uh, you also actually look at the Clippers, they're eighth. So two good defenses, slow pace Dallas. Dallas, 22-7 and at home to the under this year. They're 12-2 and to the under their last 14 at home. And also the unders, 9-4, and four, the last 13 head-to-head between these teams. So it's really a play on these Mavericks unders. So it opened 216.5. It's down to 215.5. Give me Dallas under 215.5, one of the best home teams. I don't want to jinx them, but one of the best home teams, one of the best teams overall to the under. Uh, and once you watch these games with Dallas, guys, like you look at Doncic, great player, but really slow taking the ball off the court. Uh, so chew that clock. Let's get an under. Uh, last play of the night for me in the NBA, I'm going Warriors-Knicks under. Uh, total open 219. It's down to 218. Some shops are even down to 217 and a half. If you can find a 218, that's that's the number I got. It's, but again, you may only get a 217 and a half right now. But this is another pay, uh, pace play. Uh, New York is 28th in pace, one of the lowest uh, or slowest pace teams in the NBA. They're 24th offensively, so they're bad offensive efficiency. And Golden State is the number one defense in all the NBA. And the New York defense is actually decent uh, with Thibodeau there. 
uh, even though it looks like they may be tuning him out. Uh, but they're 12th defensive efficiency. So you have a slow-paced New York, a bad offense New York, and two really good defenses. Uh, Golden State 17-10 and 10 to the under at home this year. Golden State is 4-2 to the under their last six. Uh, and this is also kind of a big number, 10-point favorite or 9-point favorite for the Warriors. So, again, get up big, take your foot off the gas. These teams met on December 14th, I believe. It was a 105-96 game. Uh, so let's see if we can get another under play. I'm on Golden State under 218 or 217.5. So our four unders, can we get three of these? That would be nice. Golden State, under 217.5 for under 218. Dallas, under 215.5. Wizards, under 218. And Memphis, under 224.5. Now the NHL. We've been hot, guys, but NHL, as hot as it's been all year, uh, since the break resumed, it's kind of been wishy-washy. So um, I'm taking this as a challenge. Let's go NHL. Let's get back to our winning ways. Uh, again, good problem to have when all your other sports are killing it. But uh, first one on the board for me, guys, it pains me to say it. Uh, but I'm betting against my Boston Bruins tonight. The Bruins are in a tough spot. Uh, they actually opened this game at home against Carolina like a minus 120 favorite. A massive, massive dog-to-fave line move toward Carolina. Carolina has now flipped to a minus 145 favorite on the road. So why did you see this huge move to Carolina? It's an injury-based play, guys. Patrice Bergeron, dear God, I'm praying he doesn't have a concussion. But he's going to be out for at least a few games here. He had concussion problems earlier in his career. It almost derailed his career. So please, I hope. You know, to the betting gods and the uh, the sports betting gods, the hockey gods, don't let Berge have another bad concussion. But it's not just Bergeron; it's Marchand. Marchand went ape. I was going to say uh, ape s h i t. See me a h e double hockey stick. But Marchand went went nuts uh, on the Tristan Jari goalie for the Pens the other day. He got suspended six games. So your two best players are out. Tuka Rask just retired. So I think it's just kind of a cloud over the Bruins right now. They're two and four. Their last six. Your two best players can't play. And Carolina, they've lost two straight. I think he had a good effort out of them. They're 26-8 as a favorite. They're 15-6-2 on the road. So give me Carolina here, betting against my Bs who are in a bad spot. I'm on Carolina, minus 145. Next play for me, give me St. Louis at home. Kind of a big number, but I laid the minus 240 with St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis had a good line move in their favor. Um, or actually not a crazy line move. I think they might have dipped at some shops, but I guess still around 240. But they would match with uh, home favorites 200 or more. 115 and 40, 174%, and home favorites in general, 64%, or 65%, actually. Uh, and then also, you look at St. Louis, they're rested. Uh, it's their first game since the break. Jersey uh, is struggling, and they have no Hughes or Dougie Hamilton. St. Louis, 18-8 is a favorite, 17-5-2 at home. Jersey, 8-24 is a dog, 6-15-2 on the road, and really a big difference offensively. St. Louis averaging 3.5 goals a game, only 2.8 here. Uh, for the New Jersey Devils. So give me St. Louis, minus 240 on the money line. And then my last play, guys, I'm going to take a value play. Slight line move. It's not a favorite. I'm going to take a shot on the dog, but I'm like the Dos Equis guy. I don't always bet dogs, but when I do, let's make it the defending champs. I'm on Tampa Bay tonight, guys. Let's take a shot on Tampa Bay. Uh, this game opened Colorado around a minus 130 favorite at home, minus 125. They're now down to minus 115, so money is pouring in here on Tampa Bay. It's not really a system play. I mean, all of our systems are, are really favorite related. We have a line move toward Tampa Bay, and here's my kind of like X factor. Uh, Colorado has no Nathan McKinnon. He's still out. He uh, kind of broke his face here uh, in, a, in a recent game. So you don't have uh, your your best player McKinnon, but you do have Kucherov back, and Tampa Bay is now at full strength. And Tampa Bay um, on the road this year, 14-6. and six. Um, Both teams last played on the first, so it's their first game back since the break. Uh, but I like Tampa Bay here. To me, it's a value play, but it's not just a value play. You do have a little line movement toward Tampa. 
So give me Tampa Bay. Again, if we're getting plus money on Tampa at full strength and no McKinnon for Colorado, if Colorado wins, you tip your cap. To me, the value here is getting plus money. It's almost like getting the Dodgers. Like if the Dodgers are a rare dog, like uh, they may not be sharp. They are, I, I do think Tampa is sharp tonight because they had a line move in their favor. But to me, it's a value play on the defending champs, the two-time defending champs. So give me Tampa Bay. I got a plus 105 on Tampa Bay. Uh, you should be able to get that, like even money at some shops. But shop around, get as much plus money as you can. Let's go Tampa Bay. There you have it, guys. A huge pod today. I mean, I'm flipping through my sheets. We filled up four notebook sheets here today, guys. Uh, but let's see if we can keep it rolling. It's been a great start to the week. Great night last night, stacking 5.62 units. So let's see if we can keep it rolling as we march closer to the Super Bowl. But a reminder, guys, if you enjoy the pod, if it's become uh, kind of part of your capping routine, again, I don't expect you to play every game we talk about, but do you like to pull up a chair to the virtual bar? You know, talk talk games, walk through games, walk through line moves, look at system matches. Uh, if the pod has helped you in any way, maybe you no longer bet parlays, or at least you're just a little more selective here. Uh, or you don't tease everything anymore. You just do, you know, uh, sharp teasers, two teams, six, six points through multiple key numbers. Or maybe you're betting uh, hockey and doing well. Or uh, you're starting to get your groove here in college basketball. Whatever it may be, if the pot has helped you in any way, or you just want to make my day, make me happy, there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry uh, for over a decade now, working, grinding every single day. Uh, how to read line movement, how to go contrarian, how to locate sharp action, how to identify uh, identify line freezes or steam moves or reverse line moves, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, uh, how to attack all the different sports. I have chapters on every major sport. So if you want to pick up a copy, it would mean a lot to me. If you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. So here we go, guys. As always, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the, Bo- uh, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods in Mohegan Sun in Connecticut. If I bump into you in the virtual matrix in New York, uh, which is absolutely exploding right now in terms of handle, or of course out in the desert uh, where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found, the South Point, which is hanging minus 105 both sides for the Super Bowl. Uh, so again, juice is important. You're going to save the most juice at the South Point. Also, the, the beers and uh, brews, or the uh, Super Bowl and brews thing with Stormy tomorrow. Uh, tune in or, or drop by. South Point, you can get an autograph. Or, of course, maybe I bump into you at uh, so the sparkling new Circa. Outside uh, with the pool, sweat and sharp contrarian play, sipping pina coladas, or indoors in front of the big screen, posted up with a victory burger. Wherever it may be, guys, you're going to flash me some nice winners from last night. Uh, that was a good night last night. Show me an Islanders ticket, a Jazz under, a Lakers under, a Toronto over, a Cleveland under. How about Oklahoma getting three, winning outright, hazmat, baby, Samford, Northern Kentucky, Wake Forest, George Mason, Rutgers, Seton Hall, Youngstown, Cincy over, Detroit Moneyline. Flash me one of those guys. Guess what? First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. So a sharp contrarian plays all night. My parting words, as always, stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. Betting is hard. It's difficult. When you're hot right, like we're hot right now, guys, don't get cocky. Don't get arrogant. Remember, uh, it, it, you're never as good as you think when you're hot. You're never as bad as you think when you're cold. You're always somewhere in the middle. So continue to grind, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term. Have a great thirsty Thursday. Tune into betting cross America three to four. Uh, me and Pritch will be, uh, will be breaking down everything today. Uh, big trade deadline. Will Marcus market dealt? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, and then I will be on rush hour tonight at 6 15 PM Eastern time. So have a great thirsty Thursday. Let's see if we can keep this train moving. 
Uh, as Walter White likes to say, uh, nothing stops this train. I'm in the empire business. Uh, to any of my Breaking Bad fans out there. But anyway, guys, have a great Thursday, and do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Good luck today. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.